Coming to you from the lost city of Atlanta via iTunes, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, and Google Play. Today, we're going to do a five steps episode on taking an online relationship offline. So, the last random rant episode I did was on the subject of online dating. So, I decided to do a five steps segment on the same subject. Uh, online dating is a frustrating exhilarating and scary process all at the same time you go through a wealth of emotions during the time that you're in the online dating world there will be ups and downs there'll be days where no one hits you up at all and there'll be days where a lot of people do and this episode will focus on how to take things from online to the first date and there are several ways to go about this Uh, but I'm only going to speak on what's worked for me and from my personal experience. So let's get to it. Step one is to send a lot of messages. Okay. You have to send a lot of messages and you can't be discouraged if you don't get responses immediately or at all, you know, persistence, just like a lot of things in life is the key here. You want to ask questions and keep opening messages short and succinct. Nobody likes to get a paragraph opening message. And plus, why would you want to type all that anyway? They might not ever respond to it or they might not ever read it. So keep that in mind. Step two, after you find someone who interests you and shares that same interest, exchange a few opening messages and fill them out. Um, I like to call this phase my check-in to make sure you're not crazy phase. It doesn't weed out all the crazies. I don't think anything does, but it's worked for me. Then give them your number. I've never asked for a phone number here. I'll always give mine. And if they're comfortable with using it, they'll uh, they'll call you. And this shouldn't take more than a day or so, ladies and gents, of five or ten messages exchange, depending on you know, somebody's schedule. And pen pal seekers can also be weeded out here. Because if you get in the habit of exchanging messages and that's all you're doing, then I'm not sure if you're really looking for uh, someone to date. I think you're looking for someone to exchange thoughts with. And I think that's a pen pal. Okay. Step three. And this is an important phase for me because I can establish in this step if a person is a man or not. And if they can hold a combo. In this crazy catfishing world that we live in, it's important that the person on the phone sounds like a woman or a man, if you know if that's what you're looking for. Also, uh, me personally, I like to have a woman who has sense. So I can usually determine if someone's going to be worth my time in this phase, you know, and I really recommend everybody do this because you don't know if you'll fall in love and live happily ever after here. But it'll definitely help to weed out people that you're not compatible with. So it's it's a very good step for um, not necessarily ruling somebody in, but ruling somebody out. You know, if you can't hold a phone conversation with somebody or if somebody can't hold your attention over the phone, there's no point in meeting them in uh, in person. Ideally, you'll have a, uh, at least a few convos over a week or so depending on somebody's schedule. 
And after you have a few combos, you like the the chemistry from a conversation standpoint, and you kind of have things in common and everything, then you should try to schedule a date. And that takes us to our next step. And this is also one of the most important steps because it has several factors. That step is where is the date going to take place? So think about safety first and foremost here. I never invite anybody to my house for a first date. So you want to choose a public place and uh, at a decent time of day. You know, you don't want to be going to a public place at like midnight, you know, not unless you just want to go to a bar or a club or something. And I'm not really fan to those places for first dates because a lot of times there's too much noise and um, I don't like having to yell over live music or something like that, you know. And another thing to factor in this step is time and financial commitment. You know, I always pay on the dates that I go on. You don't necessarily have to, but I usually end up doing it myself. And if you do, you're going to have to consider the price of the places you want to go to. It's no fun spending $100 on a date with a person you're not really into, believe me. It's only happened to me once, but it sucked, and hopefully you'll never have to deal with that. Time is another thing here in this step. You also don't want to select an activity that calls for a three to four hour time commitment with someone you're just meeting. Uh, what's worked for well for me has been uh, going for a drink or so at a coffee spot that's kind of low key and good for conversation. I suggest doing this early enough in the evening. So if things go well, you can do dinner afterwards and kind of take things from there. So step number five, if you've made it to this step, you've already planned out when you're going to meet and you've already planned out where are you going to meet? So you kind of want to plan out here. What are you going to talk about on your first date? You know, you don't want to go through all this trouble to get to the date and then have it be silent or you're not saying anything. I've heard a lot of ladies tell me that they've been on dates like this where they go on a date and and a guy is either silent or talking about himself the entire time. And that's no fun either. So you want to kind of think about what you're going to talk about here. And I would try to keep the subject matter light and informative kind of with things about yourself, but also with questions about them because you're also filling it out, filling them out as well. And you don't want this to come across as some kind of uh, interview. You don't want it to seem formal, you know, there's going to be things that you want to know about them and vice versa. You just uh, want to have other things you can talk about and not have it seem so formal for you. So that's my five steps here. And I'm going to go over them again just for uh, clarity at the end so we can kind of run down them real quick. So the first step is to send a lot of messages. Step number two, after you find out you share some interest with somebody, send your phone number to them. Also have to make sure they're not crazy in that same step. Send your phone number. Step number three is have that conversation. In this uh, step also, you can kind of schedule it. I've been able to tell people, listen, I will give you a call around this time. And, and women seem to be pretty, um, pretty happy about that. Step four 
is deciding where you're going to meet. Remember that safety is paramount there. You want to make sure that you're going to a place where somebody can't just kidnap you and take you to some place. And I don't recommend you doing this at your house at all in this uh, this early in the game. And step number five, making sure that you have something that you can talk about. That's either um, light and not about yourself. All right. This is it for me. Hopefully this helps uh, someone out, you know, in this crazy world of online dating, we all need a little bit of help. And hopefully if you're listening to this, then I'll give you a few steps that are kind of put you on the right path. This is Regin ATL, five steps coming to you live from Atlanta via iHeartRadio, Stitcher, iTunes, and Google Play. New episodes every week. Please subscribe. Thanks for listening.